Alright, hey folks, we're with MBM Motorsports drivers, Timmy and Tyler Hill, brothers, right? Which one's the older brother? Looks older or is older? <laughs> okay, well, let's go with who is older and then we'll go with who looks older. I think Timmy's a little bit older. So, uh, I, I'm a year older than Tyler, uh, only by a year. But uh, the running joke is Tyler, he's uh, lost some of his hair, so they, they think he's older. Pure testosterone, man. That's all it comes down to. Uh, maybe that's his problem. I don't know. He's starting to go kind of Yeah, it's fading backwards, man. It's, hey, it's a good problem to have, man. I mean, just hardcore man. Shave and be done with it, yeah. yeah. It's from all the times you took your helmet on and off. Right? That's right. That's right. Awesome. So, uh, you guys are at Bristol this weekend. Very fast ball track. Good old time. Um, is this one your favorite track, or is there a different track you like better to more to your driving style? I'm gonna have to defer you to Timmy. I've never run here. I've been here as a fan uh, many, many times. Love the place to watch and uh, and to crew and all. But uh, as far as driving, I've been here, so I'll let Timmy Timmy answer that one. Bristol's always been a uh, it's a fun track to race on. I, I've had. A lot of good races, the best bad races. Uh, things happen very fast here, so uh, you really got to stay on your toes the entire race. There's no point where you can kind of relax and uh, catch your breath because uh, if you do one second you do that, that's going to be the time where maybe mayhem kind of strikes you. But uh, in the spring, I came here to drive a 66 car, and uh, we had a strong run, finished 17th, so we were very happy with that. And last night, I ran the truck in the truck race, and we finished 17th again. So. Hopefully we can better that number. It seems like that's kind of the number we keep hitting. So hopefully today we can better that and maybe get top 15. Understand. Last night the truck race that was a family vehicle, right? So like, what's how hard is it to stay on top of a family ride in addition to a outside ride with a company like MBM? It becomes difficult because uh, for us uh, we're just another small team. So uh, I'm the driver. I'm the owner. I'm also the mechanic. So. Uh, it takes a lot of time, dedication to focus on that truck effort. So, uh, to balance to balance running that operation along with uh, driving and also working for MBM Motorsports, uh, it becomes a challenge. So, uh, luckily, I've, I've had a lot of help from Carl Long and the folks at MBM Motorsports. They've actually lent a pretty good hand in helping me uh, uh, steer my my direction, uh, steer my truck series program in the right direction, and it kind of really helped get off the ground as well. Yeah, I think it's very, um, people take it for granted, fans take it for granted when they see these big teams compete, that, you know, that everything is given to them. They don't really understand the adversity that small teams go through. They talk about being your own mechanic, your own crew chief, your own owner, whatever it might be. Um, what, besides sponsorship, what's some of the hardest things you have to deal with on a daily basis for like a, like a team, team uh, that you own yourself? Well, it's... Like I said, I think it's more so being shorthanded. There's certain things you, like you say, you take for granted. And uh, these bigger teams, they have enough funding where they can just hire enough people to do all the little jobs. So you take for granted all the, all the small jobs that you don't really think are important or, or that big of a scale until you have to do all those small jobs by yourself or with maybe one or two other people. Uh, that's when it becomes, in my opinion, the biggest challenge. How many like, hours do you guys put in a day? Well, hey. You're 24-7 you're is what you are, but how many hours do you work a day? You work as many hours as you, as you can, as many hours as keep you sane. You know, you, you're, uh, you're there for whatever you've got to do. So on a different day, it may mean a different amount of work. So 
when you've only got a certain amount of personnel, it's a lot of times it's you're going to work until the thing's done. Is what it comes down to. So whenever you're racing, let's say for MBM this weekend um, or whatever weekend, do you guys assist with different things on the car? I mean, your your PR lady, she she's like a gas runner, right? So I mean, everybody's got their hand in it. So like, what's some extra things that you guys do to help the team out? Uh, as far as drivers, Timmy and I. Yeah, like you guys out we, there like installing windows, we, putting tires yeah, we, on. We touch it all. We touch okay. it all. Uh, usually on the weekend that either of us are driving, the other one is quote unquote like a car chief kind of role. I mean, they're right hand to the crew chief of the of the truck, and anything that needs to be done is what we do. We don't have we don't have quite the personnel, so if it means cleaning the truck. We're cleaning the truck. If it means, you know, pushing through tech, we're going through tech. If it if it means fixing a truck that's got some damage, well, that's got to be done. So any really anything that can that can happen. We have uh, Greg Greg Eli as our crew chief, and uh, he can't do it all. So anything anything that he's doing, we either got to assist or we got to be doing what he can't be doing while he's doing what he's doing. So that's uh, that, that's how we go about that. So a lot of these newer drivers, like I think it was not too long ago, Kyle Larson mentioned, I just drive the car. I don't really know how it works. I just drive it. Obviously, you guys are not that way. What inspired you to come into the sport and be that hands-on? Necessity. You know, we, I think we go back to the personnel thing. Yeah, I think a lot of these guys would be more hands-on if they had to be. Uh, necessity is the mother of invention, they say, and that, that, that's what it comes down to. If there's no... If there's somebody already doing doing the job, you may not do the job. You know what I mean. So uh, when when something needs to be done and there's nobody to do it, it's time to step up. So. Did you guys come from a racing family? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, we are a racing family. Uh, coming from a racing family, well, my dad, my dad, he raced uh, basically our whole lives. He's been a part of racing or into racing, a fan of racing. We're all fans of racing, and uh, I'll let I'll let I'll let Timmy go into some of that uh, as far as as far as what he thinks. But our dad, he made a few starts in NASCAR, ARCA, uh, even a couple of Cup starts. So. Uh, so yeah, we got a little bit of background in racing. So what, what's, what inspires you the most to get started? Is it just to see the family dynamic with it? Yeah, I mean, we we always had an interest in racing, period. My dad raced. We always wanted to be at the racetrack with him. and uh, That's what got us driving. And then finally, you know, I never really had this. I don't think any of us had a, this really big uh, goal to go become an owner and start our own truck team or do anything of like that. But uh, for us, you know, we wanted to kind of steer our own ship, so to speak, and kind of control some of our own destiny. Uh, a lot of times, the sport can be kind of cruel in the fact you don't really have uh, long-term uh, uh, stability. And uh, for us, we felt like this would be a good way for us to kind of control our own destiny and uh, good going forward in the sport. We felt like it was the right direction for us to go. And talk about stability. We all know that sponsorship is kind of what makes the sport go around, essentially. Uh, most drivers I talk to the, from the smaller teams, they all have a hand in trying to find that sponsorship. I'm assuming you guys are the same way. Like, what do you do on a daily, like Monday through Friday, trying to find that sponsorship? Hey, you know, it's it's personalities. It's, it's trying to meet people, trying to get get them interested in being involved with the race team. Uh, and, it, and it's it's hard to do, but if 
if you build something that people want to be a part of, it's kind of a philosophy that they'll come. So that's that's kind of what we do. We try and make it a fun atmosphere with success and everything else that we do, and hopefully that that attracts the sponsorship because uh, you know we're with everything else that we're doing. You know, it takes a, it takes away time from different areas and. You know, we, we've only got so much time in the day to do, so, you know, it, it, it's it's hard. It's definitely hard. Anything you want to add to that? Yeah, I think, like Tyler said, we try to build a program that people want to be a part of, and uh, really just building relationships. You know, I tell people all the time, you don't, you don't ever know who you're talking to, so, uh, uh, you know, we're... We've always been taught to really good at it and myself to treat everybody the same because a lot of times people find themselves where they may blow somebody off, uh, but you never know who that person may be. So uh, people are people. Everybody has feelings. Everybody has. Uh, uh, everybody can be a fan of the sport. So we, we try to include everybody that we can. Yeah, absolutely. And it's always, unfortunately, the adversities to the sport, and it's hard to be competitive when you don't have that. Uh, well, I was going back to uh, when you guys are juggling so many hats, you know, you're looking for sponsorship, you're working on the cars and everything. In your downtime, what do you guys like to do and how do you prepare for the upcoming track? So, for in this instance, Bristol, you guys do any iRacing or anything along those lines? Well, it, to be honest, you know, I, my personal life is really... I dropped off the map after starting the truck team. You know, before this year, I did a lot of golfing and uh, I did I did eye racing quite a bit. And, uh, but it's so slammed, so many hours going to this, this truck stuff and uh, and expanding these stuff and everything that we do in racing. That um, I'm just happy to come home, spend some time with my wife, eat some dinner, and uh, spend a little time and kind of go to bed and start it all still all over the next day. Oh, four hours of sleep? Pretty much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'd say, I'd probably say a lot of the same. You know, as far as to prepare yourself for a racetrack, I don't think Timmy has to do too much preparing for a racetrack. When you've been everywhere for several years, I don't, not a whole lot of preparation that needs to go into it, but for someone such as myself that hasn't run all the racetracks and things, doing something like iRacing is very helpful or as simple as going back and watching tape of races from years past, going back three years, four years of what, what the racing has been at that racetrack for the last last little bit. Uh, those are those are two of the only ways that you're really gonna gonna get opportunity because a team like us, we don't have a simulator or a rig or something like that that has a bunch of uh, you know diagnostics about how you're gonna drive and how you need to drive. So yeah, iRacing is is something that a lot of people know about. It's a lot of fun, a lot of fun too. Until your safety rating gets screwed. Well, that's that's if you're worried about rating. Oh, true, true. I I am one that is not worried. This guy right here is one that's very worried. So I get nasty emails once a week from people asking me why I wrecked them. I'm going for the win. I would tell I would tell people not to worry about their rating. Go out there and, uh, and drive the way that you you would want to drive on on the sim, and uh, you know try and have fun with it. Don't worry about chasing numbers because there's there's a lot of numbers out there. Very true. Uh, and one last question for you guys. You guys grew up in the sport. Uh, what's like the most memorable moment in your in your life, either as a kid or as an adult racing? Ooh, most memorable, right on the spot. Let's see. I tell you what. Uh, one for me uh, was 
a, I won a summer shootout championship in Legends Cars at Charlotte Motor Speedway. It was like 2011, 2012, roughly, and it was a, it was a deal where we thought, you know, that we probably were in a position where we could win it, and I had all my family there, and this this is probably five or six years into my career, and it was one of my one of my bigger accomplishments at the time and I had everybody there so that was that was probably one for me and then I'll let I'll let Timmy go ahead and tell because he's he's been a part of a lot of bigger things than me so uh, I'm sure he's probably got one maybe got a little more to it yeah I, I can think of several uh, one that jumped to my mind just a little bit ago was uh, thinking back to my rookie year in 2011 when we run rookie of the year in the uh, was the nationwide series but now the Xfinity series uh, we, we still call it Bush Series. <laughs> so I, I think, like Tyler, he, he pulled up one of his championships. Whenever you have a, a big goal, especially a, a seasonal goal, where you spend so much time, so, so many days, so many hours, and you can achieve that end goal, I think that's uh, always a special moment. For, for me, same thing, to be able to celebrate with our team and to have that achievement over a season, that was a really special moment for us. Awesome. Well, it's a couple of great guys, the whole Motorsports crew, driving for MBM Motorsports and Xfinity Series. Uh, thanks, folks.